Welcome to The Grind, a podcast about the church planting process and missional strategies to make disciples of all nations. Coming to you from the offices of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here are your hosts, Dave McClung and Chad Grigsby. Welcome to the last episode of 2017, The Grind with Chad Grigsby, Dave McClung, and our lovely production minister, Nick Burt. What's up, guys? Good morning. I don't know what Chad's doing. Hey, Dave. <laughs> Chad's What's metronome up, Nick? is going off. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at Chad on FaceTime, and he is not paying attention. Just He just drifted off there for a second. The old metronome on GarageBand was clicking right away, so I was trying to figure out how to, <laughs> how to turn that off so people didn't have to hear... The whole episode. Yeah. So he wasn't paying attention, but he was on beat. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. He was in mm-hmm. rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so you know, this is episode thirty six, so by now you should know that uh, my brothers, we are not professionals. Yeah. To yeah. quote John Piper. Yeah, and your uh, favorite so, uh, your favorite. So, that's right. So all you people out there just want you to go on record, I just quoted John Piper. So mm-hmm. uh, there you go. <laughs> It's Christmas, people. You know, yeah. everybody should be happy. Hey, the and, people! Uh, people and, have come to not only expect, but enjoy the level of mediocrity we bring, and so they're not surprised. That's exactly right. They are looking forward right. to it, and we have not disappointed once again. So, yeah, I have a theory on that. I think we make people feel better about themselves. Yeah, and uh, I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, that's great. Mm-hmm. Let let the healing waters flow mm-hmm. from the grind, yeah, and uh, just to soothe your soul and your spirit, and, and lay down at night knowing at least I'm not like Chad and Dave. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So see, there you go. Yep. <laughs> bring it, bring in hope this Christmas. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. Okay, enough silliness. Uh, enough silliness. I've, I've watched a lot of Pi- a lot of Monty Python over the weekend, so uh, a lot of, uh, my wait, silly meter is quite high. Did you say a lot of potty mython? Is that what you said? <laughs> did I say potty mython? <laughs> I meant it's hey, it's Monday morning before nine o'clock. So this is what you get, folks. Uh, Monty Python and their lovely flying circus antics, and so uh, yeah. Oh goodness! So yeah, so the silliness is quite high this morning, and uh, we've already discussed the the uh, ins and outs of sleep apnea, mm-hmm. and whether that is a marketing machine to get people to buy medical equipment or an actual real sickness. Pretty sure it's a scam. And we decided that everybody has sleep apnea, and uh, so you know you don't need somebody to diagnose you with that. Um, we've also discussed uh, pre podcast. What else have we discussed pre podcast? Cheap podcasting arm equipment. We've uh, yeah. we focused on that a little bit. Yeah, I was going to upgrade uh, my uh, home podcasting equipment, and I got it out of the box and broke it in 20 minutes. So that's getting sent back to Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, so whatever brand podcasting arm that was, uh, we need to make sure that nobody buys that. Do, do a fire? Um, D-U-A-F-I-R-E? 
I don't know. Okay. And then I'm I'm maybe we could get them to sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm actually uh, ordering. Maybe they'd uh, give them some money to upgrade their equipment. <laughs> I'm actually coming back with the. Uh, I ordered a Rode R O D E, which is what Nick's favorite uh, audio equipment, I believe. Am I right, Nick? Very good call. Okay. Yep. So there you go. Shout out to Rode Audio Equipment. Yep. All right. So anyway, all right. So here's what we thought we'd do. We thought we'd kind of look back on 2017 and capture some highlights that were at least highlights to us. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to, to hear from you guys. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email uh, at thegrind at absc.org, uh, we'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on, uh, we're at episode 36 now, so that's a year and a half worth of podcasts, and uh, which is fascinating to me. And uh, and so I'd love to hear some of your highlights uh, as we talk to some of you. Uh, you you've shared some of those, and, and we share similar highlights. So we thought we'd talk about that. We thought we'd talk about some kind of really cool stories um, with with people we've met and uh, kind of the reach of the podcast, uh, which is kind of amazing to us that, that there would be enough reach to even talk about. And, and then really some uh, some dumb junk that I, I, initially it was going to be dumb crap that Chad said. And, and then I got to listen back to some of the episodes and I thought, oh, I can't put this all on Chad. So, uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's but, uh, dumb stuff from the grind. Yeah, but there was so much that that's why you know, there was so much just from me. <laughs> yeah. That's why that's where the thought came from. It's like, gosh, there's yeah. just... Yeah, I, w- I would like to hear kind of what people's highlight is from from the episodes this year. And if you know if you're not uh, still operating under a mid '90s business model, you you don't have to email us. You could tweet us at the Grind AR. You could, you know, if you if you <laughs> if you want to reach out to us that way. Or we know most of you guys just send us a text. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am a. Uh, I, I I was a child of the seventies and a teenager in the eighties. So uh, uh, if you if you'd uh, like to go, send folks. us a letter, you can you can send That's it right. to the grind at ten. Be Remington, sure to put appropriate postage uh, ten, on that ten, letter. Or it ten, won't get to us. Ten Remington Drive, Little Rock, Arkansas seven two two zero four, and and we will receive your 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 mail uh, and, and 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 after the holidays process. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after that little bit, it is just dumb crap, crap Chad says. So uh, I'm out at this point. Uh, okay. And, uh, send your, oh, send your, what is it? What did it used to be? Like, send your self addressed stamped envelope to. You remember, like, when people used to say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. oh goodness. Okay, so sorry. We've come a long way, communication technology. We so have. Nick's just sitting over here shaking his head right now. This is yep. this has become a waste of time for him, and uh, he's like, "Oh, there's so much editing I'm gonna have to do in this thing. It's not gonna be worth releasing." Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, <laughs> all right. So uh, so here here's kind of a couple. We'll just kind of kick off um, and kind of talk about the reach. You know, the podcast. You know, folks, we've gone international. If you didn't know that, uh, 28 countries. Uh, most of those are probably uh, spammers, <laughs> you know, right. just using the grind to to extend their reach. But for uh, for all our listeners, uh, you know, Japan outside the U.S., Japan, uh, we're listened to in Japan more than any other country. Uh, Japan, the U.K., Switzerland, Brazil are kind of our top top five there. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, man, if you guys. 
uh, are legit church planners, pastors, whatever, just listen to the grind, we would love to hear from you. That would be that would be fun. Yeah, uh, to hear from some listeners. Yeah, send, uh, around the world. Send your self-addressed stamped envelope to Ten Remington <laughs> Drive. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or. <laughs> Yeah, or tweet us, or or uh, email us, or text us, or whatever. So uh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool uh, to hear from some folks and 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 you know what you guys you know, like about the grind. Um, and a whole bunch of states, growing number of listeners in New York, uh, Brooklyn, Queens, uh, all over up there. Uh, probably due to Danny Torres, yeah, uh, our new friend. Which is kind of one of the coolest stories that came out this yep. year, and uh, yeah, da- kind of share that story there, Chad. Yeah, well, you know, Danny somehow he's he's a big podcast listener, and he was searching for podcasts, uh, and I guess in the iTunes uh, app, and uh, was searching for church planning podcasts, and you know, because there's so many. Uh, <laughs> no, there's yeah. just like us and a couple others and he found us and started listening and, uh, then we reached back out to him. He, he emailed us and then we FaceTimed him and then he came to Arkansas for the annual meeting, which was really cool. Uh, just to, just to build a friendship with Danny and, uh, you know, it's, it was just, it's just been a fun connection and to hear his story about growing up in, in Bushwick, the neighborhood in Brooklyn, uh, that's, you know, two square miles, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. How, how many thousand do you say? 120,000 or something like that? Two square miles? 144,000, I think yeah. is what he said. 140,000, something like that. So, and, uh, so it was just, man, it was just, it's just been neat. And then, and uh, you know, him coming down and spending a few days with us at the annual meeting made some good connections. Um, so yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. That, that was that was just kind of a cool connect. And uh, Steve Cantor uh, knows Steve. Uh, Steve's a Sin City missionary in New York and uh, and uh, Brooklyn area uh, metro area up there. And and uh, man just raved about Danny and and uh, man, he was uh, he was a hit at our ABSC annual meeting and such a great guy and and uh, so excited to be able to connect some partners with him from Arkansas to New York. And uh, we're going to try and get up there uh, next year and meet some other guys, boots on the ground, uh, doing some great work in church planning in New York City. And and uh, and so hopefully we could have some, maybe do some live podcasts from, from Brooklyn or something next year. That would be kind of a cool, <clears throat> cool thing. But, uh, but great. That was a great connection. And, and excited about what what's happening up there, <clears throat> doing some great stuff. Um, we got got kind of another cool comment the other day. Andy Addis, who's uh, been on the podcast, a friend of the ABSC, and um, uh, came and spoke at our ABSC annual meeting. And we were I picked him up at the airport, and we were talking. He said, "Hey, got a got a cool story for you." He said, "I was in." Uh, Nebraska doing uh, a <clears throat> speaking at an event with a group of church planners and he said met a guy that knows you and uh, my buddy Logan Merrick and Logan is planting in Lincoln and uh, Logan and I had talked right after he got to Lincoln and told him about our podcast so he started listening and heard the episode from Andy Addison told Andy that uh, one of the reasons he's doing what he's doing in Lincoln is because of what he heard Andy talk about in 
on the podcast. That was kind of that was kind of cool. And uh, Logan, if you're listening, buddy, we love you. We got to get you on the podcast at some point and talk mm-hmm. about what's happening at Lincoln. He's doing a great job up there. Just just hit the ground running this fall and and uh, with fall semester and uh, really excited about uh, his collegiate plant there and what they're doing. So. So we'll have to get Logan on uh, this next year and talk about that. Pretty cool stuff. He's a great guy. Excited for them. So so those are some, kind of some cool, unexpected moments that kind of extended the reach of, of the mm-hmm. podcast and 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 real excited about that. And hope you guys that uh, have picked up and joined us since, since Danny recommended it or Logan recommended it or Doug Hickson and Spearfish recommended it. We got several listeners out of Doug's influence there. So, uh, hope you guys have enjoyed that and been encouraging to you. And we're hoping to do some even better things this next year. So, so let us know what you think. Let us know uh, what you'd like to hear. Uh, we're going to make some format changes. We'll talk about here in just a minute for next year. But uh, would love to to hear your highlights uh, as well. Um, we also kind of talked about some. We just called it bombs dropped, uh, you know, or or gold dropped, you know, over the last year. Some statements or things said that really captured our attention, thought were great things to kind of highlight. And, you know, I had several and Chad had several. So we'll just kind of roll down, alternate through some of these. <clears throat> and, uh, um, I, you know, I'll just pull out one from a recent episode uh, from Brad Luter's episode uh, where he talks about, uh, being a first-time pastor and some of the things that he's learned as a first-time pastor. And one of the things, he said several things that were really great, and his humility and all that was fantastic. But one of the things he said I thought was really great for all of us to hear, he he talked about in their church they've got a balcony and a pretty good-sized church. And so he says, every Sunday I make a point to go to the balcony. And, and I thought, Man, what a great thought in how to connect and relate to people because we all have those places in our communities and and if you're you know in, in a church of any any kind of size you've got those places in your in in your gathering where people kind of go to to stay distant to to sit off to the side or whatever to be on the margins don't talk to me let me just enjoy my experience here and then I'll bug out but oh, there's a great great point to make to connect with people who hang back on the edges and you're always going to have those folks who are going to jump right in the middle of everything going on but there are a lot of people that kind of hang back on the edges that you could you know invest in and and uh, speak to and engage that could be could be really transformative for them relationally so that was that was a great comment that he made in his podcast yeah i thought the same thing uh that's episode 34, if you're wondering, if you want to go back and have a listen. Just yes. to, the posture of being a learner as a first-time pastor or planter, whatever. You know, just, I yeah. mean, Brad Brad pastors a large church, and he's, I mean, a great leader. He's a pretty big deal, and in my opinion. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, yeah. and he's just real humble, and he's a learner. And I just wish more guys yeah. had that posture. Um uh, yeah. In episode 18, uh, Doug Hickson, who was in Spearfish for a number of years, he's now uh, at Connection Church, planted there. He's now in Texas at uh, the, yeah. the state convention there and heading up kind of their missions, church planting stuff, which is cool. Uh, but Doug Doug talked about something that said to me about how planting is reckless, uh, you know, in and of itself. 
with and he said with the with God it's still reckless, but at least you have God with you, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah. I, I I just thought you know what what a great statement it really is reckless, but you know knowing that God's with you, uh, it it makes the risk. Uh, you know, bearable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. An episode with Doug was just a lot of fun yeah. anyway. And if you want to go back and listen to some silliness, you can go back and listen to that episode. Although Nick edited out about 10 minutes of the silliness right at the beginning. Uh, and so that will, go, that will go down as the, as one of the most edited episodes. <laughs> think we had just because i couldn't quit laughing yeah. and and it was just it was just go on and on and on forever so we'd have to stop and start and the listeners will thank me for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so if you want to if you want the unedited version uh, of just me laughing nonstop for 10 minutes because of something dumb chad said which we'll cover here in the next <laughs> segment uh then then we'll probably we could send it to you i guess i think nick's probably still got that unedited version i really did cut out 10 minutes of y'all laughing i mean it was <laughs> 10 minutes straight oh i remember it it just went on and on and on uh, and that was one that started pre-podcast that just we never we were recovered. in rare form that day. We didn't recover. Yeah. And I think we did a couple of episodes that day. One with George Ross, uh-huh. which is a great episode as well. Right. Uh, dude's so smart. and uh, Live from a truck stop, if I recall. He was recording live from a truck stop lounge, which was awesome. <laughs> uh, that was a first. Uh, and uh, on his way to the annual, AB, or annual yeah, SBC Phoenix. meeting right. in Phoenix. So, With his uh, 42 but, kids uh, and all in one vehicle. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And his beard. And so, uh, but, uh, which is like another child. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, that episode with Doug was great. Just, you know, what, what they did in, in Spearfish and Beyond, Belfouche and, and uh, all up and down, you know, in the Black Hills there, uh, South Dakota. Just, just I mean, here's a, a church plant that, um, you know, they ran 150 to 200 and planted three or four more churches out of that. And, and so uh, all of you sitting out there saying, well, we're not big enough to be able to plant another church yet. I mean, Doug, Doug proves that wrong. And, and so, so that was just a great episode and a lot of fun with our buddy there. And uh, congrats, Doug, on being the new missions guy for Southern Baptist of Texas uh, convention. We're excited about what God's going to do with you there. And uh, so that was a good one. Uh, Ryan and Laura Hairston mm. are, are buddies in Frisco. Uh, of course, love Ryan and Laura. Uh, been been buddies now for several years and and what they've done there. And, and I tell you, just the – you don't want everybody to listen to that episode in particular because – of how they have done what they've done in Frisco and, and how the, the little things lead to big things, you know, from working out with a group of ladies, Laura working out with a group of ladies in a gym to uh, discipling their daughters to then discipling them to then their families coming together, together to form a missional community. Um, you know, just that whole story. And, and, and one of the things that, that I love about Ryan and Laura is they don't let the awkwardness of meeting new people keep them from following Jesus and making building discipling relationships. And, 
and just to be honest, you know, anytime you meet somebody new and you're trying to get into, you know, build a relationship, a friendship with somebody, there's just some weirdness in initiating those conversations if you don't have a connection with them. Uh, but they didn't let that stop them and, and work in their neighborhood like they have. I mean, they built these missional communities off their neighborhoods and the families there, which is just, I mean, those stories are fantastic and should be great encouragement to us uh, as we seek to impact uh, our neighborhoods as well. And uh, that was one of my favorite interviews and favorite episodes. I love I love them to death, and yeah, and uh, they just done some incredible stuff. Yeah, episode twenty seven was the Harristons. Uh, I think she said saying yes to a five a.m. workout led to them starting a house church, you know, starting a church in their neighborhood. Yeah, and it, you know, so it's yeah. kind of the small things, uh, which is definitely what yeah. Jesus taught us about the kingdom. Right, starts off really small. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I love that too. I, I really loved um, J.D. Payne, episode 31. Uh, he talked about, I mean, so so much of that episode. Uh, J.D.'s just a really good missiologist. Um, and as a good missiologist, church planting is kind of at the center of that. He just said, we need a more missionary posture with church planting. Um, we need to think like missionaries. We need to go to people who don't have access to the gospel and let that drive our church planting. Um, You know, so much of church planting in his experience has been people going to reached areas. Um, So I thought that was kind of insightful. Uh, You know, Dr. Tucker mentioned um, uh, in his message at the convention that, you know, we don't we don't look at turf. We we count lostness. And I think that's kind of yeah. what JD's saying, you know, let's focus on lostness and, and where people are lost and not necessarily turf or whatever. Uh, so we need we need to we need to fund missionaries, not not just planters, you know, and, and right. fund guys right. that are gonna have a missionary mindset. So I thought that was well, that was really good. That was some gold he dropped on us. Yeah, yeah, JD's so smart and uh and just has just such a great eye and mind for, you know, how to think apostolically and uh um you know, where to to engage to <clears throat> to impact lostness in in great ways. He's a brilliant guy. You know, and and what he talked about, we've got some guys that are really doing that well right now. Uh, Mike Prince his episode 16 where with Garage Church, what he's doing in Hot Springs, uh, they just got um, a, a warehouse in Hot Springs that they've been remodeling wow. and reformatting to aid in their ministry down there. And it's a play; it'll be a place for them to gather for worship. But they'll Mike has built this church without a you know really steady, stable location, and the impact that they've had on Hot Springs and beyond. With uh, particularly with a lower socioeconomic um, demographic, there the the ministry they've done with uh, with the jail and people getting going into and out of jail and prison has just been incredible. Um, that's one of those places that JD's talking about. We need to be engaging. Uh, Brian Sanders, we we talked about this in the exponential recap episode. You know, Brian Sanders, and I hope to get him on the podcast or somebody from Tampa Underground this next year to talk about some of this. But engaging those negative spaces, mm. you know, places where where paint has not already been put on the canvas, where the church is not already engaged, and every one of our communities in Arkansas has those places. Right. 
and and we've got some young guys like like Will Vassar and and Shane Four and uh, some of these guys wading into some of those places in, in Arkansas, <clears throat> and real excited to to see what's going to come out of that. And you know, big things have already happened there. And so uh, what J.D. talked about, we've got some guys that are living that and breathing that and engaging in some of those places in our communities. And, and, and really, typically for, for Southern Baptist world, um, we're, we're middle-class white people. I mean, that's who we are. You know, Sonny, our executive director, has talked about that quite often. And, and so there are a lot of places in our community where middle-class white people aren't. And those are places where we can gauge where we're not already engaged. And and when that happens, we're seeing incredible things. Just just go spend a couple of hours with Mike Prince. Um, and I promise you, you will walk away changed. Yep. You you can't spend that time with Mike and 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 not not walk away inspired and encouraged and, and ready to take on the world. Um, it's been hard for them. Uh, he'll tell you it's been it's been a tough tough road and difficult to travel but the the rewards and and what they're seeing is just far outpaces any struggles they've had been incredible yep yep um mike's just a fantastic guy i mean you know you you take that approach you're probably not gonna end up on a platform somewhere you might not get a book deal um but you're you're gonna have a great kingdom impact um you know mike michael likely never fill um a building with sunday morning people but they're reaching people and those people are getting sent out and back to their lives um you know different people and uh so anyway yeah yeah, incredible um a couple of more highlights uh maybe you got one more dave i've got a couple more here um yeah i've got a couple more go ahead see um Episode 14, B.J. Strickland uh, from Summit Church. Yeah. B.J. Uh, pointed out, I think, when he went to Summit uh, in, in North, North Carolina, I believe, J.D. Greer's church, he engaged uh, their church planting guy over there. Um, do you know that guy? Yeah. you remember that guy's name? I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah. I think it's Mike something. Okay. I can't, I'm the yeah. same way. Here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, he that was, hey, that was 22 episodes ago. So, right. Uh, (laughs) BJ, uh, BJ just said that, you know, the the guy kind of said in church planning, you got to figure out as your church plants churches, do you want to be a farm system or a finishing school? You know, do you want to, do you want to raise up guys from the early years to then develop them over years, send them out, that type of thing? Or do you want to take guys who already have experience, already have education and kind of give them some church playing competencies? You know, when we were up in, in Washington at Resonate Church at Washington State in Pullman, Washington, that's really their approach. They got a kid that they met in junior high um, who's now 24 that they're sending out to plant at a campus. You know, and, and it's yeah. it's going to look different. It's going to be a little messier. It's it's not going to be as as polished and perfect uh, but I think we're going to have to figure out ways to raise up guys. Some of our best planters are not necessarily 30-year-old youth pastors, although that's true. They probably are 16-year-olds playing Xbox, you know, right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, you know, that type of thing. So how do, how do we engage them earlier? How do we put church planning on their heart to where God, God can cultivate that? 
So anyway, I thought, I thought that episode with BJ really got the, the wheels turning on how are we going to be developing planters going forward. Yeah, and, and the reality is we, we can't our, – our church planting team at the ABSC can't connect with enough guys to plant enough churches – to impact lostness the way we want to impact lostness in Arkansas. You're right. Uh, as Arkansas Baptists. There's just there's just no way. Yep. Um, we've got to have churches recognizing God's call on people's lives mm-hmm. early on and begin raising them up. Yep. And and so so and we share I think I've shared this in a couple of different episodes. When we had our strategy planning team retreat, which is all our team leaders and assistant team leaders and executive staff in that room, there's about 15, 16 people in that room, and, and only three in that room went Bible college, seminary, ministry, mm. went that route. Wow. Everybody else came from business background, marketing, banking, law, whatever, engineering, uh, all these different places. God called them ministry, left that to pursue, you know, pursue that calling. And and so when we think of potential planters, potential leaders in the church, uh, for the church, it's not just the guys going to college and seminary to pursue Bible degrees. They're sitting in your chairs on Sunday morning, running businesses, you know, defending clients, <laughs> you know, um, writing ad campaigns. You know, and and are doing great in the business world, but want significant spiritual impact, kingdom impact. Yep, and, which they can't get through their businesses. And so we've got to find a way to unleash these people and let them fulfill you know their God given potential and giftings mm-hmm. for ministry. Yeah, and and I think that's where our new church planners are going to come from. Well, and they don't need to leave their jobs to do yeah, that. Yeah, and. And, you know, we, we talk about it's churches that plant churches all the time. And I, I think a lot of people, even yeah. even I, before I joined the state convention, I always thought that was kind of like coach speak, if you will. That was kind of like, oh, yeah. we just say that, yeah. but really we do it. But we just say this because it's right. But, but as I've been in this role, I, I am incapable of planting churches uh, in and of myself as a strategist, if right. the local church right. doesn't engage, I can't. I can't help. I can't come alongside. The local church is the hero. We come alongside right. to help and assist and whatever. But without the local church's initiative, without the local church partnerships, dude, we we can't do. We can't do it. Yeah. Uh, and and that really is nope. true. And so I I think you're right. Our you know, churches got to wrestle with what role they want to play in this, and uh, and you know, yeah. if you're a church, if you're a pastor out there listening to this, we want to help you. We want to come alongside of you, and 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 let and help you do what God's called you to do. Yeah, and you know, and I've heard two or three people mention this this book to me here lately. You know, and and it's true. J.D. Greer's Gaining by Losing book. If it's you're really, really wrestling with that, that's a great, really great book to kind of read and and process some of those questions. And uh, you know, if we raise these guys up and send them out, we're sending out our best. Yes, you you are for the kingdom, and and God will replace them with other great leaders as well. Uh, and and the goal is not to. You know, to build our Sunday morning gathering, it's to to impact lostness and expand the kingdom, 
And so, uh, I, you know, we could talk on and on. I mean, so many great, great highlights, you know, from, from the year. You know, go back and check out some of those episodes and share with us, you know, your highlights as well. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, you know, and, you know, with all the, the, the great statements and, you know, teaching moments, you know, throughout the learning moments throughout the podcast, there were also some that, also some that were equally as on the other end of the spectrum oh, yeah. uh, that, that were dumb. <laughs> and, uh, and I was going back through, we were going to call this segment, you know, dumb junk Chad said, and then realized that I said just as much dumb junk as Chad said. And so we just got to say dumb <clears throat> junk from the grind. And, yeah. uh, you, you know, f- from the many nicknames that, you know, Chad would try and give us from, you know, I'm the Robin to your Batman to the, the most famous one. I'm the, uh, the Rocky to your Boo Winkle uh, yeah. or something along oh, those yeah. lines. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> yep. No, you nailed it. I, I called you Boo Winkle. So. Yeah. You, Boo Winkle, not Bull Winkle, Boo Winkle people. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that was a pretty funny moment. The, the Upwards Basketball podcast and the Doug Hickson episode will go down as my favorite funny moment. The one where <laughs> Nick had to edit out 10 minutes uh, because uh, I could not quit laughing yeah. about that. And uh, and so yeah, we, we, uh, and in that same episode, you know, going on and on, thinking that that was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard Chad say. And then you know, introducing Doug, you made the statement that uh, if you, you know, Doug is the, the epitome of hopes and dreams being fulfilled. Just go to the dictionary and look under hopes and dreams. And there's Doug Hickson's picture standing shirtless in the snow in South <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? I don't even know where uh, that came that from. Fantastic. This stuff just pops out. That was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's so much. I mean, we, oh, we could, we've even talked about, we could create a podcast of just these things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Christmas gift every time I edit these podcasts, especially when the podcast I'm not here that y'all record, because it's just like, I've got to listen to it with the fine-tooth comb to yeah. make sure I'm not missing anything. I, about three or four episodes ago, some y'all, y'all, I think y'all recorded that one on your own, and there was a spot in it, and y'all didn't tell me about it. it I think it just... Chad's uh, connection hung up or something, but it, it it went downhill pretty quick. And I caught it luckily, but yeah, weren't you just gonna? So if the listeners ever did, catch a, a funny uh, edit, yeah, I missed it. Weren't you just gonna like pass it on through? You thought I'll just send this one through. I won't listen to it, and then you were like, "Oh, glad uh-huh. I listened to that one." Yep, that that, that was the one. Yeah, thought, Nick is not only our editor; uh, he he keeps us out of jail. Uh, as well, you know, and and uh, keeps us employed. Your your future employment hinges on me. Uh, that's right. That's right. I like to keep that's Nick right. happy. So we we keep Nick Nick happy. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh uh, yeah. And if if we didn't, we would incessantly make fun of him being a Yankees fan and Duke basketball fan and all those terrible uh, and a Florida Georgia line. Yeah, he probably fan. likes Nickelback too. Oh, that one's know, one so, I can't get over. Yeah. yeah. Nickelback's not bad. <laughs> Nickelback, you can forgive Nickelback. You can't forgive Florida Georgia Line. I don't know. I can't and, uh, that, that's unforgivable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this was a weekend of highs and lows, especially for a Yankees and a Duke fan. Duke lost their first game this weekend. Uh, kind of the referees won that one, in my opinion. But, hey. <laughs> but the Yankees did get the sign of the year. Yeah. So no kidding, man. So. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Good luck every other baseball team next year. Oh, my year. goodness. It's just going to be home runs galore. Mm-hmm. 
just just talk about New Jack City. There's an old school reference for you. And uh, and so just jacking home runs. That's right. That's that's kind of the uh, they'll give uh, new meaning to the term Bronx Bombers. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you had the Bash Brothers with Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco back in the day with uh, Oakland. This, these are the new Bash Brothers. You, you know, hey, I, I read a quote this week. I thought this was fascinating and very insightful. And it was somebody I can't remember who it was. Somebody from the Yankees organization made this statement. Because Yankees get ripped on all the time for picking up the Stantons and the mm-hmm. Judges and the Rodriguez's and all these great players. And this guy made the statement. He said, look, folks, he said, all these other teams have money to spend like we do. He said, we just choose to spend it to put the best product on the field. Other owners choose to keep their money and not spend it to put the best product on the field. I thought – Buddy, you just dropped some gold right there. So all these owners that are bagging on the Yankees go spend the money to get the players, and you can you can be hated like the Yankees. Right. So uh, so I thought that was fascinating, and I don't like the. I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a Cardinals fan. Maybe we but, need a, a sports segment on the grind next. Year. We might need to. That's right. Sports. That's right. So. All right. And then Chad will bring up soccer. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about that right now. Uh, we uh, uh, there was another couple of funny parts. Remember when you introduced me? You said I want you to meet my buddy Chad to Wade Burnett. Wade Wade thought my name was Buddy Chad, <laughs> and he said, uh, "Nice to meet you, buddy." Yeah. And then you were like, "Wait a minute, Wade, we love you," but that was funny. Yeah, and you were like, "Wait a minute." Did you just call him Buddy? Yeah, yeah. This is this is where you know if there was a way to voice a comma, that would have been very helpful. Uh, you know, otherwise he just heard he didn't hear he didn't hear Buddy comma Chad. Uh, he heard Buddy Chad yeah. first name last name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a funny one too. And uh, sorry we're laughing at your expense, Wade. Uh, we love you, man. That, but that was funny. Uh, and, at the uh, convention. So, so, so Chad has nicknames now. Yeah, that's right. Buddy Chad and then his newest nickname, Chad Shaw. Uh, talking about his mom dating Terry Bradshaw in college. Hey, which you want to know something hilarious when life imitates art. There's a new movie out called Father Figures. And, and it's about these two guys. I'm not promoting the movie. Uh, but it's about these two guys looking for their dad. And and one of the, the mom dated Terry Bradshaw in college. You can't make this, you can't make this up. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Yeah. So that was the episode with... Uh, that was with Jarvis Smith, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. But Sh- yeah. Shane Four and actually so, came uh, up with the nickname. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Shane, you get credit for this one. Uh, so Chad will no longer be known just simply as Chad, but either as Buddy Chad, Boo Winkle, or Chad Shaw. I'm known so, by many names, go. Dave, many names. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, and all of them carry the adjective illustrious before them. That's, well, and, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I knew I was saying the word illustrious too much when I had people coming up to me and saying the highlight of my year would be you introducing me as the illustrious whoever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> Nick Scarborough, our buddy Nick, uh, came and spoke uh, at, at one of our, I think it was our uh, uh, ministerial scholarship retreat and talking about his days at Williams Baptist College. And, and I introduced Nick and he said, man, he said, the highlight of my day would be for you to introduce me as the illustrious Nick Scarborough. Yep. So, so Nick, you are illustrious and we love you. But uh, uh, so I, I thought, okay, I got to come up with a different adjective here. <laughs> That one's being used too much. People are mocking me for it, <laughs> and, uh, which is the sincerest form of flattery when it comes yep. to me, concerning me. So anyway, so lots of dumb, dumb moments mm-hmm. uh, from the podcast, and those I'm sure will continue. As many of you have said, you enjoy those dumb moments, and uh, so that uh, brings us joy. So thank you for that. <laughs> so. All right, so we're going to wrap up and kind of look forward to 2018. Uh, got some great guests uh, uh, in the works to, to be lined up. Um, Alan Hirsch, we tried to get Alan on in September, and uh, just our schedules just could not come together. And one of the challenges, uh, you know, Alan just flies all over the country. That man's a busy, busy fella. Uh, with Chad being in northwest Arkansas and me being in Little Rock, uh, trying to get together to do those kind of interviews is a challenge sometimes. So we're going to get Alan on this year. And uh, and same thing with Hugh Halter. And uh, I'm going to try and get him on. Neil Cole's coming yeah. to Arkansas in April. Yeah. I'm trying to get an interview with Neil and mm-hmm. preview that one-day event that's coming up. Yep. And, and also hit some of our buddies around the country, Chris Sims, Logan Merrick, uh, talk to you guys this year and hear what's going on in wyoming and nebraska and uh some other places around around the country and see what god's doing in in the u.s and uh maybe hit up some of our international friends as well and uh format we're going to make a format change uh we're going to try and keep each episode to about 30 minutes and most of you have told us that you listen to these driving to work or on the treadmill or whatever and so uh, we're going to try and keep them to 40 minutes. So when we do a long interview, we're going to break that up into two parts. And so we'll have several two-parter episodes this next year, I'm sure. And uh, we'll kind of change that up. And Chad was being swamped by the number of books we were reading. So, uh, oh, Dave. So we're going we're gonna to split that up a little bit. I was too. I, I, I did, you know, if I've got a lot of travel time, I can, I can read a bunch. But uh, I was getting bogged down too. So we're going to do... Chad's going to offer one a month. I'm going to offer one a month. And so we'll kind of break that down a little bit and uh, share some of those, continue to share some of those with us, uh, with you. And and uh, and so we'll kind of uh, keep the, the the time frame shorter in, for the next year, and we'll mix it up with a couple of new things next year. And I'm kind of excited about uh, what is to come. And uh, as we, you know, we're halfway through our year two of the grind. And so I uh, can't thank you guys enough for listening and hanging with us uh, and encouraging us. We've had a blast mm-hmm. and hope it's been an encouragement to you. Uh, we hear comments periodically at, that it has, and we're thankful for that. So share with us your highlights. Share with us you know, things you'd like to hear, see, uh, folks you'd like to hear us interview, things like that. So we'd love to. Uh, to connect with you that way and uh, hear what you think for 2018. Yeah, well, uh, how about this, Dave? How about the the kind of top two to three highlights that, that people send in? We'll send them a Grind T-shirt. Huh? Yes, what do you think about we got that? some Grind T-shirts coming. What do you think about that idea? How about that? 
That's a great idea. Yeah. So that's a that's a fantastic yeah, so idea. So if you if you send in your uh, you know self addressed uh, stamped envelope uh, into the <laughs> ABSC building, or you tweet us, or you email us, or you text us, your favorite part of 2017 with the grind, the top two or three, uh, we'll send you a T-shirt. That's right. Hey, and we may do a uh, uh, a request uh, recap. I can't even talk. A recap. Recap on Twitter, on Twitter of the the top three or four or five episodes from the grind that you all love. I like it. So how about I that? I like it. I like it. Yeah. Just- yeah. yeah, everybody's doing end of the year top five, top ten list. Why not a top five, top ten grind list? How about that? You know, uh, that'll come out on the Twitters. The tweet, the tweets. Yeah, that'd be fun. The tweets. The tweets. Yep. All right. Well, y'all, uh, thanks so much. Hope you have a, a great Christmas and uh, and a great New Year's. Uh, my wife and I will celebrate 23 years of marital bliss on New Year's God Eve. God rest her soul. And, uh, I mean, so that's always God a, have mercy on her soul. Yes, yes. She is a patient and gracious yeah. woman. That is for yeah. sure. And uh, so uh, looking forward to 2018 and, and more fun stuff and frivolity. Uh, on the grind and so thanks for joining us on the ride and uh, uh, keep hanging with us keep telling your friends let your parents listen let your kids listen Uh, let your dog listen Mm -hmm. you know and uh, pick out random people on the street and bring them into your podcast listening experience Mm -hmm. and and uh, we'll be grateful yeah so all right signing off for 2017 i'm dave mcclung and with me Chad and Nick. Yeah. Audio. Keep grinding. <laughs>